0: The Lead Story is proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, Insight, Advice, Impact. First National Bank of Namibia launched the Credit Guarantee Scheme, a groundbreaking initiative in partnership with the Namibia Special Risks Insurance Association, as we all know it as NASRIA, that aims to empower the youth, women, and small and medium sized enterprises in Namibia. So, today in the studio, I have Thomas Ingi with me. He is the head of business banking at EnB, and he will take us through this, the features of this uh, scheme. Good day, Thomas, and thanks for talking to us.
1: Hi, good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me.:
0: So this is actually a relaunch from what I take. Um, the first scheme of about 20 million was fully utilized by April of this year, and now a new scheme of 50 million was announced. So it maybe just take us as a beginning through the basics of the scheme. How is it different or is it different from the first scheme? Uh, maybe you can cover aspects like new types of businesses perhaps, or maybe the qualification criteria has changed. So, yeah, over to you to take us through the basics.
1: So, thank you very much. That's a step ahead, uh, back is that in 2020, around August, so the Minister of Finance really sit down to see what can we do for young people, a women and SMEs in, in, in a holistic view of making sure that we reduce the unemployment rate and so on and so forth. Then they introduced to soccer fund, they come down with Nazaria and DBN, so that we can soccer fund, can we create a fund whereby we really able to have a risk sharing within a, 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 a the country through a commercial bank. So we were one of them who signed, uh, become a participating bank, to, to, to that scheme, and that time it was through, you go through DBN. So currently, why it's now changed is that we are going direct to the underwriter, to the Nasria, before we went through the the third party, which is the DBN, which was now the custodian of that scheme. So I'm uh, happy to announce that uh, in April, we have reached out to DBN and Nasria to say we have successfully completed our prudential limit of 20 million and and, and we have seen really result in terms of the job creation. Uh, We have seen really economic growth in terms of that uh, segment of the the SMEs and, and the micro because the SMEs and young people, they just want to do something innovation. We have seen that we finance on the e-commerce, whereby a, an SME or a young person need to transport medicine for a certain pharmacy to the door of the banks and, the, and residential. Those are the unique business and innovative business which you want to fund, and we continue embracing that because young people and women, they are having so wonderful ideas where they can where they can able to make a living. Further than that, in terms of the there's not, nothing really much different from previous one. Really, we are focusing on young people because they have energy and they are creative in terms of that. Women, the, 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 the failure rate is very low on women. We respect women. They do pay. They honor their obligation. That's one thing. So you are also women. So if you want to start your business, <laughs> you can always able to approach F&B. The real SMEs, really SMEs, we are looking at, with a 10 over, the minimum 10 over, maximum 10 over, the 20, 20 million within there, so that we can really have a focus in terms of that. And this scheme is really aimed for you want to expand the business. Maybe you have a branch in you know, Oshakati and you want to expand to Vindu. We can able to look at your, your, your expansion request. Maybe you want to start because we are in line with start, run, and grow in terms of the bank strategy for SME. So it's really you have any ideas and it's a banker idea, but this young person, and 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 youth and women and SME do not have nothing on the balance sheet. You know how banks are very skeptical in terms of the assessing the the the, the credit application. You need to have so much on the on your balance sheet so that we can able to stand to your money. Hence the scheme. It came at the right time really to to have the risk sharing and to enable to access for the SME to access funding because traditional accessing of funding had become very difficult yeah. because risk is there and it is a known fact the analysis and everybody trying to solve for young people and, and, and SMEs.
0: Okay, we're going to get to the funding and, and the challenges so if I understand <coughs> you right, you say um, it's basically the same qualifying criteria as the first scheme, right? Yeah. Um, and also like the first scheme, if somebody now listens to this interview and they are interested, you basically go to the FNB branch and you speak to a business manager, right?
1: Correct.
0: Okay, so um, as we know and as you now also rightfully said that the lending of money to startups and young businesses um, have always been quite risky. You know hence why the commercial banks given their mandate has has, uh, um, not always been too keen to venture into that. So um, the scheme makes sense in the sense that there is risk sharing with another party that can help shoulder the losses. But because you have launched a second scheme, the assumption will be that the first one was successful and therefore the losses that you've suffered as part of the first scheme was actually within your tolerance levels. Indeed, indeed. So would you then think for for future that the data that you are collecting on this scheme and the sort of knowledge that you're also picking up could in future possibly open up the appetite for commercial banks or specifically then f and in this case for SMES and startups.
1: So correct, uh, uh, Michelle. So, so if I may, I may just try to sentiment on your, on, on your question is that to say the, we, the bank have seen the appetite, the need to expand on that scheme. Hence, we have various schemes which we are trying to sign up in order to close that gap. and And, and, and we are doing it not because of the regulatory, neither because mm. of the government they're pushing mm. us. It's really to say, in order to have an, a graduate, an SME, to an upper commercial customer, mm. we need to start somewhere. And those people, the young people... And the SME need to take through the journey with us so that we can grow them together. So, the, the, the previous scheme really, we have seen the very good fruits in terms of that. Our NPR ratio, very, very minimum within a tolerance ratio or, or a percentage in terms of and that. And maybe
0: just to interrupt you there, what would you ascribe that success to? I mean, does your program go hand in hand with the mentoring offering? Yeah. And so, would you think that some of the
1: successes lie in that? So, so, so the, the, the issue of access of funding is one, but the non-financial is a bigger part whereby we, we, we channel those, those, those clients to DBN on the mentorship program, which have been introduced, one. Second is that we also channel it to the base camp and, mm. and then the startup, Yesaya is well-known, a mentor who, who do also pitching of the idea with an SME. So those are the instruments. And then a stake smart partnership which we have to enable the SME to grow and also to align themselves with their mm. strategy in terms of the non financial.
0: So you've mentioned now Biscamp. Maybe just a quick thought on what Biscamp offers for our listeners that have not heard of Biscamp. So Basecamp and Naban is really an an organization which is aimed to,
1: to, to coach and mentor uh, 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 SMEs, especially those SMEs a startup. They do a pitching of ideas. If you have an ideas you can able to be part of that and they normally have a session on monthly basis where they can participate and show their cases what they are they are, they are known of or what the idea having so that they can be screened. And mm. they also provide the seed capital to that matter.
0: So if somebody is also listening to this interview and they are interested in Basecamp, this is something that f b is offering, right?
1: Correct. So that's okay. a partnership which you have with Basecamp. And we have thrown some uh, bits of money really mm. to assist. Everybody's trying to see how mm. can we do to make the country a global competitive, and we need to look at the base of yeah. the SMEs.
0: Okay, so very briefly, also for our listeners, what do they need to have available? I mean, how many years of financial statements? Does it need to be audited? Obviously, having a bank account. Just maybe take us through some of the requirements you will have under the scheme.
1: So, so, so very brief, Michelle, is really, uh, in, in, in access of funding, there's no shortcut. Meaning that compliance, we take compliance very seriously. What does that mean? Meaning that you need to register your company at a body, whether it is a BIPA or a sole proprietor or a CCO company, it should be registered by a certain body. Second is that you need to register with NAMRA as well. So you need to be a tax compliant. Mm. If you are new, you register that, you can provide your good standing, you can provide your ITA statement with a zero return whatever. That's all what we need is that we want to ensure that whoever we are dealing with on the customer perspective mm-hmm. must be comply with the regulatory.
0: Yeah, so you're basically your... Business managers in the branches, they can also help clients with all of these requirements. Yes. So, okay, so they can get the information on Basecamp. They can get the information on what they need to put together the F&B
1: countrywide.
0: Fantastic. Maybe a quick thought, uh, Thomas, just given um, our time. um, In your mind, I mean, we all talk about SMEs having a difficulty in this country. And there are sort of reasons that I've had in, in previous interviews or what I hear As they say, Namibia have got a heavily regulated environment that makes it difficult. The red tape, and then obviously a lack of funding as well. Um, I think from what you've said, this is obviously FMB then provides um, assistance with the funding, of course, but then also with the training. Any other sort of thoughts around the challenges and maybe what either institutions or governments can do to further help the schools? So so in a final
1: analysis, really to say that uh, the more commercial banks and other, you know, financial institution coming to the party, assisting the SME, the better, mm. because we cannot able to assist and to take the whole market trying to assist for SMEs, youth and, mm. and, 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 and women. Mm. So we that need a concentrative effort from all the corners of, you know, industries and, and, and the different commercial banks and so forth and so forth. Mm. And then for the government is really to say, the, the, the prudential limit which you have is only 50 million. Mm. So, but this type of guarantee, we needed everybody to take a pie in terms of that. Mm. In addition to that, we are about to sign up another DFI with a ProPACO from French, about a 4 million euro. All these initiatives mm. are really done by f and because we've seen the potential. Mm. And we seen really to say that in order to grow the business, to become a multinational Mm. we need to start somewhere and we need to take them the young people and SME and women through that journey in order for them to become successful so there are a lot of things coming up mm. watch the space in a, in, a, in a month or two we will really have excitement you know news from FNB, and and we are known as a bank of SMEs
0: Fantastic well that's excellent to hear I think that's all that we will have time for this morning thank you very much for talking to us and all the best with the scheme we all know the the, the solution to unemployment and growth lies exactly in the sector thank you for speaking to us. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Thank you, audience. The Lead Story was proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact.